And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Top Rope Commentary Podcast. This is going to be our year-end wrap-up where we go through and kind of wrap up a few topics here. Well, not a few topics, but a few categories here on who we felt like best male wrestler, best female tag team of the year, match of the year, feud of the year, promotion of the year, best gimmick, worst gimmick, rookie of the year, most improved, most underrated, most overrated, Best moment of the year, worst moment of the year, and the topic we're starting off with today: commentator. Of the Absolutely, twenty twenty two has been a, a big year for wrestling. It's been a weird year for wrestling. I mean, it's been big it, mo- Vince McMahon gone from WWE, Triple H in power now at WWE. Yeah. Uh, AEW, admittedly, probably having the first bad year that they've had so far. The fall and the the grace and the rise. I mean, brawl out. Yeah. Like, Cody's return. Yeah. Listen, I'm just saying. I I'm with I'm gonna call this on. I think twenty twenty three gonna be a i think it's gonna be a much better year for AEW. i think 2023 is going to be i think we're gonna get a forbidden door where we're gonna a forbidden door war or we're gonna get an event where there is like official like AEW and wwe superstars on like the same show well we are having that technically with wrestle kingdom wrestle kingdom but i mean like in the sense of it's promoted as a cross branch mm-hmm. i can see that but like you said, we were starting with commentator of the year. I'm going to allow you to give your uh, prestigious answer for who. He was, even though he he left halfway through the year, just the spark that he brought. I know exactly. He was, on my, he was on my list. Pat McAfee. Oh, so, my God. Money McAfee, and I'm so glad he's doing so many things, and I hope he... I hope he makes a surprise entry in the Rumble. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't. Oh, 100. I I could see it. I'd love Absolutely it, and I mark. I'd want him to. I'd want him to have a spot in the Royal Rumble and then join them on commentary for the rest of the Rumble. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I wanted the answers like number five. I so wanted that. to be Cole Booker and Graves out there doing commentary, and then McAfee just joins them after he loses. I that'd be great. So my choice, uh. McAfee was the front runner, but because he left like about halfway through the year, yeah. was it right after SummerSlam, he left. Yeah, before the start of football season, because yep. he got picked up to do college game day and yes. some stuff on so, the NFL. Because he left, I went with a guy who's been here year round, who I think has been pretty equally as great. I went with Excalibur. I think Excalibur's Excalibur does consistent phenomenal, um, and he's very knowledgeable too, which I feel like which, which is. Which helps out a lot. So much. Yes. Like, but honestly, AEW commentary should, I mean, Tony Schiavone's a better interview, but it really should just be Excalibur and Schiavone. Excalibur and Taz. Taz is really good. To, Taz kind so of Taz bores me replaced, from time to time. Taz replaced JR. JR's only there for big matches now. Taz kind of, and he did that back in, like, on SmackDown too. Taz gets him over. He just kind of, like, bores me. Or he gets. <laughs> That's fair. But also. A, it's a love hate thing with Taz because sometimes Taz you get some more. It's just like ah, because I feel like Booker gets that way too. Like, and I love Booker on commentary. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this out as a my dream commentary team: Excalibur, Mauro Ronaldo. Oh, like if we're talking like dream, like if I could piece like together like a three man like commentary team, like play by play, give me Mauro. Like as far as like if I if I have to take a wrestler, so I'm, a, like, I'm a big Shivani fan. If but. I have to take a wrestler to be like a like a heel or like heel commentary, it's Joe. Oh my god! I yes, I'm taking. A, I don't know what she's cooking, but it smells really. Oh, it's delicious. Like salivating halfway through. This, 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 we this, just started the pod. And... This pod might wrap up shortly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, it would be Joe Morrow and McAfee. Because I feel like Joe just also That'd be a good team. Joe just being able to heal it up and being the heal. If not Joe, I'd say Graves does a pretty good job though too. Sometimes, I think Graves. I, I think Graves holds holds it together a lot. Graves, him and Byron bickering lately has been just turning me off of Raw. I don't know. I think he's kind of fun because because it, it's the it's the longest going feud in WWE history. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Graves and Byron. All right, so next we move on to worst moment of the year. What you got? I actually, 
Uh, it might come as a bit of a surprise. Brock winning the Rumble. I don't think he should have won the Rumble. I think Yo, I could not. I think oh, it that's stalled. A, I think it stalled a lot, and I think it didn't. Giving that moment to somebody else would have paid off way better than just seeing Brock Roman. Yeah. No, I I agree. I fully agree. Um, but I to add to that, I also would add unifying the titles because that's what that's what led to it. I mean, I also it, it Brock was doesn't also, win the rumble. The titles aren't unified. Well, that's because he 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 won the rumble and then won a title like yeah, right after. Why doesn't he make was... any sense? Yeah, that was God, I fucking hated that. Um, I said I chose brawl out, and then I was there for that rumble too. So I saw that live. That's yeah. a different. <laughs> <laughs> Who said Roman's Rumble? Was it Bianca this year? No, it was Ronda. Oh, I'm sorry. You had two shit winners. But I got to see Seth do his shield entrance. And that made up point. all for it in the beginning. <laughs> oh, that's a fair my point. God. Every yep. Mark the f- whole out. So, damn, Brock winning the Rumble is... That's a good choice. Uh, I chose Brawl Out because... Yeah, it was just the brawl out. It stalled so many plans. It really fucked up AEW. Uh, to to be clear, it stalled the trios title plans. The it stalled the world trios title, title plans plan. were stalled either way because Punk is injured. I mean, he was injured, but still having him, at least having him there to where he could have could have done something with yeah, him. Yeah, could have could have could have been, or you could have actually had him just been on commentary while he was injured in. Okay. Just, I mean, yeah. th- you him at least being able to do something or video messages or even doing yeah. like a punk's road to recovery or something like that. Anything would kind of help build to the eventual match with him and M- MJF. Then just having to ditch it cold turkey and then delaying MJF coming back even more. All right. Yeah. No, that's, I agree. On top of that, um, it really soured a lot of people on the elite. Like, don't worry, I'm not a big Young Bucks fan, personally. I am a big Kenny Omega fan most of the time, uh, just from an in-ring perspective. But it soured a lot of people. I had a guy, I had a guy fucking yell at me at the grocery store the other day because I was wearing a Kenny Omega shirt. Like, not just random. <laughs> yeah, it was it was one of the employees at Schnooks. He he knew me because I used to work there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he fucking yelled at me because I was wearing an Omega shirt. He's like. Yeah, oh, Punk was right, and I go, I don't mm. think he was entirely. <laughs> I think they're both a little right. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll there was no camera, so we'll never know what really, really happened. Yeah. So, uh, next, move on to best moment of the year. Yes, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm gonna so, let you give yours first because I have two possible choices. I want to make sure one of them's not yours. Oh, one of them, it might might depend. I I said it was Cody's return. At, okay, at Cody's return. <laughs> Cody's return to me because I mean it. That was one like it. It was goosebumps. Like the crowd was like really like hyped for it. the crowd was like Absolutely. really invested in it. It because it, it I, I think in moments like that, like it's always good to. It was on a it, for it to be on WrestleMania too. For it to be such a big stage, he came back as like the Cody Rhodes that we've known over these past few years. Still same down straight. Yep. Same intro line. Titans changed no presentation. Like, nothing from was AEW. changed, and it was just a really good like. Even though I think even if they would have heard smoke and mirrors, they would have marked out because I would have marked out because I kind of love smoke. Uh, and dude, mirrors. smoke and mirrors is a banger. Cody Rhodes, <coughs> nothing but banger. His song and legacy, banger. It like his I, song with Bob Holly, banger because it was Bob Holly's entrance music and it was awesome. But I, I think just that moment in, in Circle, like, him being just embraced by the crowd, like, everybody just overall being excited for it, and for it to turn out to be a good match. Oh, yeah, it was a great match. In the end. So great think, feud, too. So I think it was it was, it was was a good full circle feel-good moment. It was the full circle. It, it, it was the... We're in the home stretch of the undesirable to undeniable. Yes. This is the home stretch of that, because one... Once he wins that WWE championship, that's the full circle of Cody Rhodes' career. Yeah. Like that, that like he can he can retire like it has the to be next the WWE. Day. It can't be the Universal. Yeah. It, like, it, the WWE is the it's that's the one, belt. Once he wins that, that's literally his his, his magnum opus. Like his he, he can yeah. close the book on Cody Rhodes if he chose to. Yeah. And has, be a has politician the, like he's talked about. And has the perfect has the perfect circle of a wrestling career. Yeah. So, uh, my best moment I chose Bray Wyatt's return. 
Bray Wyatt, that was too. It like, was incredible getting that, able to see him like when the SmackDown camera like live, like the chill that it like. He's it, so good. I wish they were doing a little bit more with him right now with this feud with LA Knight. It feels a little bit slow burn for me. I, I feel like they're picking it up because as this is posted, we're recording this after this past Friday yes. night SmackDown, and they just showed Uncle Uncle Howdy like his first appearance on like yeah. TV instead of being in the back. Is and it Bray? I, no, Bray was in the ring. Maybe I, I, he has a suit on, so he looks like pretty portly. Like, he looks like a pretty, like, portly, like, guy. Yeah, so you never know if it just might be a stuffing, I, like, padding or I anything like that. Bo could have put some, it could put some on. No, it, it, it's very, he's like almost like the penguin, oh, but not as like spherical. Like, I he's wonder, just kind of like good. That's interesting. Um, Bray's return. Oh, from like the QR, look, like, the Coulter. Almost like it's poorly like that would be interesting. Dutch mantel. That'd be a very interesting one. Uh, So starting from like it all stemmed from them just playing music between matches at house shows. Yeah, like commercial breaks. The build to it was fantastic. Like it, it was a, it was the investment that we were all waiting for that showed us kind of like, like okay, like we'll invest in like yo, like what is what is like like. You guys showing that continuously, like they'll keep with it and will be invested, because like you said, the YouTube channel that only had the two videos on yes. it, like them going above and beyond with like all like if that's how they're gonna debut people, if that's how them gonna... buying a YouTube channel that had a bunch of classic rock songs, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Everything yeah. but the, the fucking White Rabbit, Jefferson Airplanes, <laughs> doing that, like like you said, like the QR codes and just having it set up to not not be so obvious that we're being like led down with like like we're we're not being believed to be like stupid as to who yeah. this is supposed to be like it it feels like a fun investment that's like yeah here are these little like we're getting breadcrumbs instead of it just being like here's an empty coloring page that like we're gonna fill in eventually yeah it, it was awesome uh i'm gonna throw one in there that we don't have written down but you might have an answer for Who's got the best entrance music this year? If you had to just throw one out. This year? Yeah. Who's a wrestler this year, wrestling this year that has the best entrance music? It's it's not going to be an award that I document. So I'm documenting all of our choices. Yeah, I'm putting into a spreadsheet. Um I I say Judgment Day. That song's a banger, dude. The other side by Alter or by uh yeah, Alter Bridge has it's made my workout playlist. Like I, I'm, I love that song. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really trying to, like, in listening to it more. I really like Orange Cassidy's Jane by Step- Jefferson Starship is a banger. That's his name. It's, it's, it's. Where's my mind? That's not his name anymore. Oh, oh, that was his first theme. Yeah, well, that, that's a banger too. Uh, the best friends also have a great theme song, and I will stand by I, that. I, I, I love it. That's a really tough question. (laughs) Really trying to think because honestly, because I because I really want to go with either Seth or Cody. Cody's is great dad rock. Oh, down down straight is butt rock is is what it's called. But I fucking love it. It's like Nickelback. It's it's butt rock, but I love the song so much. (laughs) It's it's good. It's quality. But then also, I kind of like Seth's. I don't know why. It's just like the rhythmic. It's it's good. Seth's got a pretty good one. But we move in to who is the most overrated wrestler of the year. I went with Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF. Uh, and that's that's gonna, that's gonna draw it's gonna draw ire of ire of controversy. Listen, we we had this discussion on an episode of Universe that's coming out later this week. He is consistently burying the company he will talk about how i may be the world champion you're never going to see me wrestle but yeah roman doesn't wrestle very much one he's he's there every week but he doesn't shit on the company oh, no. he if doesn't anything, shit on his opponents if anything he'll say he is the company <laughs> yeah he'll do stuff like that which is fine if mgf did that that'd be fine uh roman does not like bury his opponents hell half the time he sells his ass off as to like Whenever uh, Kevin Owens was announced as the War Games, like 
Mm-hmm. Roman made it very clear. Owens is a threat. He did it for McIntyre. He did it for... Who the fuck else has he faced this year, if anybody? He sells it or like Brock Lesnar's return. Like Yeah, yeah. he sells it for the Cena. The Cena uh, return. Roman is a great top guy for that reason. MJF is the opposite. He'll be like, oh, I can't wait until my contract's up. I'm going to leave this garbage company and go wrestle for the better company. That bothers me because it makes the entire product look bad. It, like he's great. On, he can be great on the mic. He also results to fucking just vulgarity to get a pop out of people. And that I don't like that either. But MJF, my opinion, most overrated wrestler this year. I almost put the Young Bucks as well. I mean, that was that was my mine. I, I can I can understand the rationale for it, but then also I feel like in a in a double head that kind of also makes him like a really good heel. I just I just it doesn't make me want to boo him. It makes me just not want to watch. I mean, it makes I, me want to just turn the TV off because I I just like a good heel. You want to see him get their ass kicked. MJF, I just don't want to watch him. Which sucks because I used to think he was great. The past two years, I thought he was awesome. See, I'd I'd want to I see I'd want to watch him get it. Like even though like I'm plus not... he fucked up the Wardlow feud. Oh yeah, that 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 I didn't like. Yeah, but my most overrated is kind of like weird because he hasn't really done much. It's Darby Allen. I can see that. Yeah, I don't I don't his partnership with Sting. I don't I do, like they don't go after the tag titles. Sting isn't helping him going back after the TV title. I mean, he was in the tournament, but there was no point in that tournament. Where I thought Darby Wrestling Allen for the uh, TNT title the other, uh, the other day on on where? rampage. Yeah, but it was a great match. You wrestled some Joe. and I had no idea. I had no yeah. I had well because no. they announced it on Dynamite and then look and it's it's on Rampage. But the next week. that's like, the thing. No, it's on I, Dynamite. I, I, but that's the, I don't understand. What is Darby and like Sting's? I got is it like mentor, mentee. Like that's what I assume it is. But it's Papa. <laughs> like, but they just have like these cinematic matches. They just have like these cool one-off just videos where it's just like, get in, kid. We're gonna go have another tag match. Yeah. Cool. And then, like they go and have an exhibition tag match with who Lord knows who, but they haven't even been involved anymore with like the Gun Club anymore. Like, like yeah, even like that. The acclaim really- is like like. They just kind of like show up, have a random match, and then disappear. I would support them wrestling for the tag titles, not like, winning the tag titles, but wrestling for them. I think it'd be great. The thing no, is, fucking Jeff Jarrett's wrestling for the tag. That's titles. the thing. They show up so much, and it's just like people are only watching because it's Sting. Like yeah. I, I don't so like Darby could put on good matches, but he just doesn't do anything. I mean, I feel like he he make like don't like he he'll make like really good like video package. Like he's a really good director. Like the way like he shoots like his stuff is really good yeah. and like. Even w- through watching those, I've I've grown to like like some of his promos like a little bit more, mm-hmm. and it's just like okay, cool. Like you're showing me now that like you can be like really like captivating, but then also I feel like you're just captivating with nothing to do. Like yeah. you're just a man waiting on a mission. Yeah, like which, you're just like you're just yeah. uh, which 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 is partially a fault of Tony Khan. So he needs to book the guy better. Which is kind of like anytime like I see him, he was just like, oh, Darby Allen. He's just like he's he's doing nothing. But then yeah. also I don't really like his well, also stretching, but I don't really like his previous title reigns because I also feel like they were also no, again he became he was a man on a mission to get the title, got the title, and then there was no more mission, well, and now. he just kind of spun his wheels. He defended a lot. He did open challenges, and he de- he defended, but like it was just I like think he's ma- got the he's. Tied for the most uh, defenses of any AEW championship. And I'm pretty sure Chris Jericho probably could have tied it for ROH, but like it's just kind of like the same thing. Like did. they were, they they were just nothing matches. Like so are you like, hating Orange Cassidy's All Atlantic Title reign right now? Then see that's the thing. Like that's the thing about Orange Cassidy too. Like his story with Pac, cool. Like the thing with him and Shibata, like they had kind of like pre like, yeah. Cool. I'm ready for him to buckle down now and get into a few because I don't. Like he's in a feud right now. Yeah, with the factory. Yeah, well, also, um, I think they're bringing Alistair Black. No, um, they, they have they they've they slowly play? been trying to work that bringing Black into it. Uh, or Miro might. They're saying Miro might be the one to take the belt off of him. So here's the thing. The thing I'm liking about Orange Cassidy's current uh, reign, he's doing all these open challenges, but it's literally just people being like, "Hey, I want that title." He's he's just too. Fucking- like, he's too lazy to be like, no, he's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Sure. 
And like that's and they're bangers. It's and that's cool. Bangers. Like if it was like in between him having like a good two or three month feud with like somebody. So did you hate Cena's US Open Challenge? I didn't hate the US Open Challenge because that was just Cena thing. Like Cena made it like a point, like in his story that that this is what I'm I'm starting this so that way people can come and nobody that you know people that don't really get TV time or people that aren't really on TV like as much mm-hmm. like this is your opportunity to come out here and face and we got introduced to people like Sami Zayn yeah, and then Kevin it spun Owens. off to people like Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins where like <coughs> it became an, and then it became a trend now anybody that wins the US title US title open challenges are now a thing like because of what Cena did yeah that's fair so like there there was it it had it had Gumph behind it. Yeah. No, I, I do agree. Darby Allen's overrated. I do agree with that. Who's your most underrated? Which is the next award. The man that been putting on banger after banger after banger after You're banger. Seamus. As yes, as Seamus has I say this religiously to a lot of Seamus yeah. is so consistent. And he has continuously been one of the most consistent people underrated in this ju- year though. That's because it's only been at the tail end of the year people have seen that it's just like, oh wow, like his match with his match with Gunther is really what skyrocketed him back into like I was trying to think, was Clash of the Castle pre um Triple H or was that That was post Triple H. Was that his first pay per view or something? That was, like, yeah. was his first pay per view. Right? Yeah, that was yeah, that was one because that was in September. Yes, and SummerSlam was August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, it really has been the yeah. It's really been the last half of the year that people have been like really like opening their eyes to like, oh yeah, like any time you can throw Sheamus in there with literally anybody in it, like it works. Yeah. You can throw him in there in any title picture, and it makes it works. Yeah, like Sheamus just gives like he gives you everything. Like and he's so he's so consistent. Yeah. And oh, I, I just don't think I think he never really gets his flowers until it's just like, oh wait, isn't he about to fight for the IC belt? Or like, <laughs> people only really like notice Sheamus once it's like a mid card title, and it's just kind of like, oh yeah, like oh yeah, Sheamus like was there, but you don't like this man is there like every week, almost yep. every, or he's wrestling like almost every show. Yep. So I put Chad Gable uh, because it's kind of a similar situation. People are kind of starting to be like, oh shit, he's actually really good. Yeah, he's but his like, his TV time has like jumped up a lot. Yeah, I think I think Triple H is building him to be the next Kurt Angle, as he should be, because he's that goddamn good. I don't think he's building him to be the next Kurt Angle, but I think he's building him to be more of like a viable threat. Like people are starting Absolutely to be, should be people are starting to like he can, he's getting built to the point of where he can have a solo title run, and be fine. Wasn't he U.S. champion at one point? I w- I'm gonna go look it up while you was it Shorty G era that he was. I don't think it was. I think it because I don't remember him winning it after he him and because Jason Jordan won the IC belt, so I don't remember him winning anything post. Like, so apparently, no, he has never. He has yeah. only won tag team championships. That's crazy, because you would think Chad Gable with the U.S. title fucking writes itself. Like the yeah. guy's an Olympian, like. You would, yeah, you were thinking it'd just kind of be built in. Yeah. Um, but no, I think he's he's definitely he, – like, they're building him, finally. Um, <laughs> but he uh, – I think he's definitely gone under a lot of people's radar. Dude, he, dude had a banger at Mania with the Usos and RK Bro. Did we, are we all forgetting that? The fucking uh, – no, it wasn't the Usos. I'm sorry. Street Profits, RK Bro. The Usos were in the SmackDown tag title match. Yeah, wait. You don't remember this? The Raw Tag Team Championship match at Mania. Yeah, it was Profits. Profits, RK Bro, American Alpha. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, it was great. It's a great match. Um, but we move on to the next award for the year-end award, and that is the Most, most improved. improved. I got Kanosuke Takeshita here. The guy has came into his own. He's a fucking star. Like, my he, and lord. He, yeah, he's the one he that got John Moxley booed. That t- MJF couldn't do that. CM Punk in Chicago couldn't do that. 
I mean, sometimes you just have that spark. You just have that that dog, and you just have that you got a dog. <laughs> the dog. That's my favorite TikTok. <laughs> but mine is Liv Morgan. I feel like she's through her title reign <laughs> and through being on TV like more consistently and the higher profile matches that she's been given and putting into. Absolutely. I feel like she's kind of taken a big step this year. As far as, like, just overall her character and everything that, you know, she's kind of been about. Absolutely. And they're trying to take this new extreme kind of hardcore avenue with her. I like and it. I'm interested to see if how she kind of continues and picks it up and kind of keeps chucking along with it. I, yeah. I That's a that's a, that's a good shout. Uh, Liv has killed it this year. She's been incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. Every aspect of it, in my opinion. Um I thought I actually quite enjoyed her raw her SmackDown Women's Championship reign. I think it should have gone a little longer. Ronda's boring as champion to me. Yeah, I don't I think. I think a good ma- I think having a good manager by that, that's why I think having her with Baszler right now is like a little bit better because Baszler, Baszler can be entertaining sometimes. Uh, I think my Ronda, least favorite NXT the thing is champion too, of all time. I think but. Ronda has the. That's the weird part. I think Ronda has the passion for it. She has the cadence for it. She's great in the ring. She just... She needs to sell better, but she's great in the ring. I think she just needs... I think she just... It's weird to say she needs more promo reps, but I think she just needs... She needs needs a good promo. She needs a good promo coach. She did the uh, voice acting for Sonya in Mortal Kombat 11? Yeah. Fucking garbage. Terrible. And I think that's, like, she... I think she needs to sit and do, like, promo battles with people like The Miz and all that. Like, I think she needs to, like... Yeah. If she get, if she can even get to a promo level of to where Liv is now, I think that would do her leagues better. I agree. Or giving her... Give her Heyman. Yeah, like, her... Like, can you imagine Heyman walking around with just, like... Heyman... She should have been around Heyman from the time he was hanging around with Brock. Yeah. Because can you imagine Heyman just running around with Brock and Rousey? And then... <laughs> That'd be awesome. <coughs> That'd be Ooh, really excuse good. Excuse all the causing microphone. It's just out here peeking the mic, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't look. <laughs> no, I don't think you did. I, I tried to do yeah, no. But as we move on to our breakout star of the year. Yes. Who'd you choose for this? I actually I'm chose curious. Daniel Garcia. That's a good choice. That's a I feel really like, good choice. He was on the list for me. Because I feel like he really... I mean, for being as young as he is and, like, not not going in the sense of, like, true rookie. Like, you know, he's had some experience, like, with PWG and, you know, winning, like, the Battle of Los Angeles. But I feel like his being in that kind of small mini feud that he was in with the Blackpool Combat Club and even having his name inked out. And it's just kind of like, all right, cool. This is somebody we should probably pay attention for the future. Yeah. And him actually putting on great matches with oh, yeah. bangers Jer- no he didn't Yuta? go yeah yuda danielson danielson he went against danielson twice the second one he's wrestled yuda three times yeah jace with this final battle yeah yeah um under pure wrestling rules too yeah which are weird they and are really weird you, you only get, get three rope, rope breaks you get three rope breaks yeah and after that, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Which is just kind of crazy. It's no just kind of like fist punches to the face. No open fist punches. I think you can't go over the top rope. Like you can't. I don't remember. It's, They're weird. Pure wrestling yeah, pure, rules yeah, are weird. Pure, That's why it's leaving universe. <laughs> like, so you can't replicate it. Sorry, had a had a yawn. Oh, it, uh, so for me, I put Julius Creed. I, he was on my list. Weirdly, really. like I, I didn't know if I just wanted to say just Julius Creed. I was like, I was like, nah, I feel like well, the Creed I brothers to say like the together. Diamond Mine because all of them have been great. Diamond Mine, forever. I've even Nile. I've never seen her wrestle. She has some good matches. She, she, she wrestles a lot. Shredded, on, like, my dude. She wrestles a lot on Level Up. Yeah. Well, she is good, like the newer. Like she's the less experienced. I feel like of them. Yeah, but, of the of the crew, and then there's also a Tatum Paxley. So number one and number two for me because it's originally rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. We changed it to breakout just because it's like, well, that's kind of hard. Rookie to... is a hard one to pin down, yeah. especially in the world of wrestling. Yes. Um, it was between him and Damon Kemp. Damon Kemp <laughs> is a good shout. Oh, uh, and I went with Julius Creed just because I'm like he catches him actually a bit more. Solo Sokoa. Solo Sokoa was a big, like, honorable mention. Yeah, he, shit, he was. T- I didn't even think of Solo. Wow. 
big uh, honorable mention solo. <laughs> yeah, you chose Daniel Garcia. That's a Daniel Garcia is a good choice, dude. That's a really good shout. Uh, Will Yuta was high on my list. Daniel Garcia was high on my list for mo- both of them for most improved. Um, but yeah, I went Julius Creed for breakout. Um, ever since the story with Roddy going like, out, potentially like, disappearing, like potentially turning leaving, on him, yeah, or then potentially turning on him, um, started. Loved it. I do miss Roger Strong though. Where's my boy at? I feel like I feel like a lot of these people are like a lot of these people are gonna start coming back. Him in the Rumble. That that'd be that'd be nice. Where are they? They're in Philly this year. Yeah, I I, I he get a good pop in Philly. It's a smart crowd. He's Roger Strong. He's ROH legend. I mean, but he's been away for so long. And by the time he comes back, he he he'd been away for like maybe maybe. I think he could. I think he could. I think he would get a good pop, and then he'd get the crowd behind him because he's fucking uh, awesome. So next, we move on to worst gimmick. I'm very curious what you said here. Oh, I, I know is, what I said. This is this is my this is my worst gimmick. Oh, I had another one for for most underrated. It was an honorable mention. Okay. Yeah. The company as a whole, TNA. Yeah. Impact. First of all, it's not Impact, TNA anymore. Impact. Impact Wrestling. Impact Excuse Wrestling. Me. Yeah. Fucking get it right. It's not Global uh, Force or anything <laughs> like that. It's yeah. Impact Wrestling. Honorable mention. Good. Good. Their women's division consistently, consistently yep. high profile. And just have some of the most outlandish and creative stories. And Scott Demore is a genius. Oh, absolutely. So, there's enough for you too if you want some. But yeah, it's um, the impact's phenomenal. But what is your worst gimmick of 2022? Uh, since it was thrown nearby a trash can, the 24/7 title. I think it. It was here, and then they were running with it for a while, and then it slowly started to sputter, slow down, and then Dana Brooke held it for a while, and then people forgot that Dana Brooke was holding it for a while. I forgot Dana Brooke was even signed for a while. Yeah, and then they brought it back randomly and then just dumped it accidentally by the side of a trash can. Yeah, that was so funny. That was that was one of my favorite it, moments of 2020. And it was accidentally dumped by the side of the trash can because it was meant to go in the trash can. Yeah. And I think that just all... I think good guy, it's a drug. I was like, I think I I continuously say this like I think the twenty four seven title could have been great. Yeah, I think there was a lot of potential behind it to actually be really fun, and they started off like that. But I don't think it necessarily had to be something akin to like the hardcore title. I I think they could have taken a lot more creative angles with it and actually yeah. made it a lot more fun. I agree. So I went with Sammy Guevara and Tay Mello, Ty Mello, because man, they the derailed school, both of them. <laughs> the the high school couple nobody liked. Yeah, they derailed both of their careers by putting them together on screen. And Tay Ty has gotten so much worse in the ring, which is crazy. She was imp- last year, twenty twenty one, one hundred percent most improved wrestler. Oh yeah, her team with Anna J now. Yeah, like when she was doing mostly singles matches with the occasional tag. Oh yeah, when she was going against like Britt Baker and like so. Was that this year? It was last twenty one. It was last year. Oh, her match with Britt. I believe so. Um, I think almost the entirety of this year she's been with Sammy, because it was a. He won the TNT title, and then it started the feud with uh, Men of the Year, which is where Ty came in. Yeah. Because uh, the first Dynamite, or not the first Dynamite of the year, like the second Dynamite of the year, we got um, we got the ladder match between Cody and Sammy, which was a great match. Uh, I found out Meltzer gave it five stars, apparently. I wouldn't have given it five stars, personally. Meltzer gave what? Who five stars? Sammy, Cody, ladder match. Yeah. Um, my, the, match I, the match of the year I gave, he did not give five stars to. Which, he's wrong, but that's besides the point. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of just tired of him. Like, it feels like it, it. feels like those two being together. I get you know, it's you know, it's his wife. Whatever. You yeah. don't have to be in the same fucking gimmick or group with your wife when you guys work in the same company. Her, so her first singles match at the beginning of the year was against Jade Cargill. 
Was it at Revolution? Yeah, Revolution was the third. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the one where Jade Cargill kissed her. Yeah, that was a whole thing. I remember that. And then everything after that has been either a tag team or a mixed tag team. Yeah. So. Yep. This has been ta- this has been ta- But ta- she's had two here. singles matches against Madison Rain and Sky Blue. Oh, wow. That's Yeah, it must have been a dark darker elevation, but those are recent. Like the one against Madison Rain was October 28th, so that I think that was like a rampage. Yeah. And then uh the one against Sky Blue was on the 18th, and I think that one's like a darker elevation. Yeah, so I, yeah, I'm not a fan of uh of Sammy and, and Tay. I'm kind of just tired of them. Well, now I guess let's go from the worst gimmick to the best gimmick. Let's talk yes. about some, some happier times. Who did so, you have for best gimmick? I put the anxious millennial cowboy, Hangman Page, uh, because he's, it's, it's relatable, you know? I, it's easy. To, I feel like it's easier to connect to Hangman because he's vulnerable. This is a guy who doubts himself. This is a guy who, like, when he fails, take like he takes it to heart, right? Like his character does, um, and that is, I feel like, a much more easily connectable character than somebody who's like fucking perfect, right? Yeah, I, and I, it, it's it's funny that you should say that because my best gimmick was the Ocho. The wizard, the demo guy. Uh, hold on, which version here? Oh, everything that is Chris Jericho for the for the year of twenty twenty two. I hated the wizard. I oh, love I, the Ocho. The fucking fireball is what pissed. It, it annoyed me. It was so dumb. It's like Chris Jericho always finds a way to re- whether it is like three months of him doing this or three weeks or he just he's good at reinventing himself he's very good at it and it always keeping himself appreciation society the fucking nine month feud with the blackpool combat club yes because for some reason he jericho being in the middle of that ring with those other four guys made me sit there and him entertainment talk about it like this and get his talk about how hard his nipples got okay calm down daddy magic oh my god and i for for those guys to stand around Jericho and look better just because Chris Jericho is there and he's helping get them over. Yeah. But then also Jericho in himself to be able to take losses, you know, still looking good in defeat, but then come back and win something like the ROH world title and then yeah. still kind of carry that and put on matches. And then he with just, all these he just lost to a jobber. He, I, he uh, lost to he lost to a giant swing. He tapped out. No, no, no. No, I mean, yeah, I was, that no. Yeah. But then, yeah, I was this guy's that first was, match on TV. That was crazy. That one. Well, because they set it up for, like, a squash mm-hmm. against Ashton Andretti. And but, then uh, he just, he didn't get any offense in, basically. Like, yeah, he fucking, he lost. And they did it really smart doing it right after a squash from House of Black against signed talent so whenever you got the the unsigned no name guy yeah show up but dude that crowd was behind action andretti oh yeah because he like, was like a local wrestler from around there like yeah they well that and jericho just did such a good job getting him over it was awesome uh but we move on promotion of the year yeah who, who's your promotion of the, i think we probably have the same one here actually i have wwe i have wwe yeah because uh, i think i think the way they've been able to pull it through since post mania has actually really been an uptick. Uh, I wouldn't go post Mania, but I'd go like from SummerSlam on. Has been a lot more enjoyable for me than AEW has been. Uh, that means I still love AEW. Obviously, I love all professional wrestling. Yeah, uh, wrestling is good. Watch more wrestling. <laughs> yes, uh, but yeah, I go I go WWE as well. I think that they've just kind of had a better overall year. They've had less of the drama. Oh, I forgot. I show you this. I know. I, I thought I sent you guys the link. There's a there's a YouTube there's a YouTube channel that I found that all it all they do is just upload uh just classic matches. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, no, um WWE I feel like just had kind of a better overall year. AEW's had a lot more of the backstage drama. They've had a lot more injuries, they've had a lot more just derailment, which is a shame. That's pretty sick. Yeah, go ahead and send that to the group chat because I will watch the hell out of that. Um like ROH hasn't done anything this year as a company other than be bought. Um, New Japan's New Japan's always great. It's just 
It's hard for me to get into New Japan. New J- they have an app, but the app can't like doesn't translate to English, so it's like hard to navigate it. So yeah. it's just kind of like I I want to get involved. I want to yeah. Um, but then you got Impact Wrestling, which it has been great. They just haven't been at that level just yet. Also, one that's for overseas. Okay, that's fucking hell. Yeah, send me all of them. I I, I send you both. <laughs> They're in. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, overall, WWE, I feel like it's just been... They've just and then been really with good. Triple H taking the helm now and a lot of the rehires, it just seemed like OWS, it's had that feel-good, like, feel-back. Yeah, it's been... Yeah, it's just felt different. Uh, more cohesive. Don't get me wrong, he's dropped the ball on some things. Uh, he's not booking Gargano very well, or Candice, in my opinion. I think he's uh, booking Candice. Just, I mean, she's on... She Right now, she's fighting her way back through damage control. Yeah, but she also just lost. To Eo Sky, right? Yeah. Of damage control. Like, yeah. yeah well, that's, <laughs> that's my point. Like, she's fighting back. I mean, but they, I mean. She's, uh, she's, I, she wasn't going to go on a 3-0 sweep, I don't think. Like, yeah. I mean, especially after damage control just lost at War Games. Yeah, but she's not, she's not going to beat, it's not like she's going to beat Bailey. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's going to beat Bailey. I feel like she's not. It's, uh, it's a shame. Eo Shirai is consistently, uh, or Eo Sky. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is consistently the uh, the kryptonite for Candice LeRae, and I do love that though. Um, and then for Gargano, I they're doing too much com- too much comedy stuff. A little bit's fine. I can I can understand I can I can understand that like a little bit too much comedy stuff, but I think I think this is like I said, this is the the wrap up. Like I feel like they they're wrapping like this year up. Like that's why they NXT was the only like pay per view that they had in December. Yeah. They're leaving everything blank so that way once you go into Rumble and we get this Mania season, it's going to be insane. So I would have... Because Austin Theory has the U.S. title again. He does. So, and Dexter Loomis and and Johnny Gargano have been showing up continue. So, this might be a hot take. I would have um, Johnny (coughs) Johnny start number one in the Rumble go to Final Four. Have him be the Iron Man of the Rumble. Because, like, dude's fucking good. I say if you do that, you have Austin Theory eliminated. Gargano versus... The, I, I think that they're doing a... Uh, building up to a multi-man match. But it's probably going to be the Elimination Chamber. I wouldn't do US US title Elimination Chamber. And then give it. me Gargano versus Theory at Mania. That'd be great. Because you got a, you got a built-in story there. Uh, father versus son. Uh, <laughs> so now we're going feud of the year. Feud of the year. What you got for feud of the year? I actually said and we actually referenced it earlier. Funny enough, I actually said it was Punk MJF. Like the promo battles, back and forth. I don't think the match was all was always was always too kicked up to be. But as far as like feuds go on the, the year, dog collar match was really good. The dog collar match when he was just choking Punk like over like the rope. Just yes. That's, so fun fact: my feud of the year, CM Punk. First MJF. So that's the one we agree on. <laughs> yeah, two two in a row we've agreed on. That's pretty crazy. Um, I guarantee the rest of them we do not agree on. I, I promise it. <laughs> oh, more than likely. Uh, but yeah, feud of the year. MJF for CM Punk. It was a great feud. I, I'm not a CM Punk guy. I, but I, he he knows how to build a feud. Uh, he's one of the guys. Uh, I, we're having a discussion. I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, <laughs> he's one of the guys. He's like the opposite of MJF. Nobody comes out of a feud with MJF looking better than when they went in. It feels like. I feel like every single one of Punk's opponents during his AEW run came out of the feud looking better than they went in. Yeah, and I think that's because Punk emphasizes like storytelling like a lot. Yes, and I feel like that was a big kind of like ticket for him and the promos going back and forth. And I feel like this was really like, kind of like you said, this was really the promo. Like this was really the feud that took MJF really to that next like level for me. You saw him, you saw his character take dimensions. Like he, you saw it like when he was talking about how he was just a kid and being like a fan and you saw, you heard the emotion like in his voice. It, it made the character of MJF feel different than just being just, just some, some sucker or just some like punk or just some like, sleazy like weasel like he actually felt like he he was like a full person yeah so next up we have our match of the years what what's your match of the year i have an idea of what it might be actually i 
I kind of want you to because I, I my okay, I'll go first. And this mine was a sleeper pick. Oh, yours mine's is... from the very first the AEW Dynamite of 2022, and I loved it so much. Mine is Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Danielson two because the first one happened last year, or that would have been the 60 minute time limit draw. Yeah. Fucking love that match. That match I say is better than that Daniels was the winner is coming right. Yeah, I say that one is better than Omega uh, Danielson. I can agree on that. Uh, I think for me, Hangman, uh, Hangman Danielson too, was phenomenal. That's that's my match of the. It was a hard choice because it was either that or Gunther Walter, or Gunther Sheamus. I mean, See, that that's, that was the one I thought you you might. That's what I thought you were picking. Oh no, no, no. Brock Roman at SummerSlam. What? That match was so wow. fun. Brock driving a tractor fun. out, flipping the ring halfway through the match, and then like still like it. It was it was a match that over the wow. course of the of their feud, them having their matches, like it was just kind of like, all right, what else are you gonna do to surprise? What else can you guys even do to like make this match any more bearable or watchable? And they tease the Austin Theory cash in. That like, Uso's got involved. It it just overall like, and it was I almost picked. I did almost pick Roman Drew though because I did like the That's atmosphere of like crash, and then the entrance of like Solo since like the Usos weren't there, so you were just on edge. Like you're just like, yo, are they <laughs> really going to let Drew win this? And then Solo debuting. But I'm sorry, Brock, Cowboy Brock, standing on top of the tractor, did his own intro, flipped to Mike the Roman. Roman catches the mic, which they didn't catch on camera. Yeah. (laughs) But that was just such a one in a million moment that you didn't even know that was going to happen. Yeah, that's pretty sick. That was a fucking... But then also, him scooping up Roman and dumping him out in the ring. Like him all getting out... Basically flipping the ring. Flipping the ring, but then him also putting Roman like in the, in the actual like bucket part of it, and then dumping him out of like that like during the match too. Like like yeah. you said, the theories failed cash in. Like it was just, it was a match that exceeded all my expectations for it, mm-hmm. and I feel like any expectations people like it was a match going into agree. the night that people had as like ah oh, this is it's gonna be a really kind of like nothing thing yeah, that turned into like match the of the night match. yeah. It, that was that's a good that's a very good point. It's a great match. Uh, it might be top five matches of the year for me. And I think it, it also it was it was fun. Like it was just, it was it was a really yes. fun match. Which is it's a, it's a big point with wrestling. You you have to be able to get into the match for it to be a, a good fucking match, you know. But speaking of matches, let's talk about some tag team matches. Let's talk about your tag team of the year. <sighs> I know who it is. Oh, everybody. Everybody already knows who it is. If you didn't know who it is, you don't. Because, oh, there, the there, there was no, there could be no second option. There was no twos because there was only one. And the ones was the <laughs> Usos, oh, longest reigning tag team champion. Putting on matches with every single tag team you could probably fathomly put together currently right now. In WWE specifically. Main roster. Like, like. Yeah. RK bro, brawling brutes, and then even going back to them dealing with the stuff in the bloodline. Like, yeah. when you talk about the bloodline, you're really talking about the Usos, if we're being honest. Like, the Usos are there each and every week yeah. representing, well, the, representing the bloodline. Uh, this feels like Sami Zayn erasure. I mean, Sami Zayn just came into the picture. Like, he came in in like April. And no, May, I'm sorry, May. And when has the bloodline been down since day one? So he's late to the party. I'm sorry, we pretend that Sami Zayn has not been an USO supporter since day one. Do I need to bring up that Sami Zayn dancing with the it's Usos? It's cool. It's cool. He can support them, but he ain't blood. What is it? He what? What he? Hold blood. on. I just want to point out the fact that technically the Rock's not related to them by blood either. It's a it's a, a blood oath. It's a it's a family thing. Yeah, it's not real family. They're not re- they're not blood family. It's a family. I mean, hey, you tell them Simone's that. <laughs> you tell them Simone's that. That's a home not. But the Usos. That's I totally knew you were gonna pick the Usos. They're a great team because I mean, they like you put them in any promotion. 
they are a top three team, if not your listen, champion. Listen, they're they're great guys. They're great tag team. I'd even say one 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 of the best. But they're not top guys. I knew you were gonna pick them. They're not top guys doing top guy things. FTR is the tag team of the year. IWGP tag team championships. ROH tag team championships. Triple A tag team championships. Hell, they should have been the AEW tag team champions. Let's be honest. Tony Khan fucked that bag big time. That that could have made it all out. That could have made it all out. The Young Bucks versus the uh, uh, versus the FTR, FTR. Mm-hmm. for the AEW for all the belts. That would have been a great main event. I mean, that's a what a lot of people event. wanted. That's what everybody wanted. But they're out here. You talk about banger after banger. Name a bad FTR match. You can't. You know why you can't? They won those because the Usos can't. I'm just joking. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry. You wanted if FTR was in a WWE right now, the Usos wouldn't be the tag team champions. They'd be they'd because be Triple another- H loves FTR. Triple H loves FTR, but he can't deny the Usos. <laughs> he would. He would for FTR. They're the first two-time NXT Tag Team Champions. He want to know. They're the first Triple Crown Tag Team Champions as well. Because the Usos didn't win the NXT. The Usos were in NXT. They could have won the NXT Tag Team titles. The they Usos didn't. were in FCW. The Usos also went to NXT in the early days. Uh, like, they had a match against, I think, the Ascension. Yeah, that's the Sami Zayn no. dancing with the uh, Usos. Yeah, that was NXT. when the Usos came back. Like, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. They came back. They they had a short stint there around the time that uh, it wasn't like a short stint. Like it was a Tyson stint. Kid stint. It was a Tyson Kid stint. Yeah, it was. It was, it was around the same time that Tyson Kid did. Because no, because they had Tamina too. Because that was when they brought up Tamina with uh, with them. Dude, that's I'm telling you, they they had a short stint, a very short stint there, but. They were like they no, could have had a match on takeover for the tag team titles. They didn't because they're overrated. Oh wow! But no. <laughs> that's, that's blasphemy. There, I understand. They're not even the fourth best tag team of all time. Oh wow! This is number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the thing. Number one, FTR. Number two, DIY. Number three, New Day. Number four, Usos. But <laughs> who's your who's your top female this year? Who's your top women's oh. wrestler? This year, top female. Of the year. I, I have a pretty good idea. Is it Bianca? Yes, because she's the B E S T. She was 2020. Oh, I feel like the first. What she do the first half of the year though, from like Mania to SummerSlam. That was her chase back to Becky. That's what I thought. I was so like, she, she won was. The, she was very she, good. She didn't win the run, but she was about to. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So she was. She was very good. She had a great year, right? Um. Here's here's. The I thing. feel like I know. Here's the thing. You don't. Who do you think? I feel like you're gonna say. I feel like you're gonna say Tony Storm or Jamie Hader. I'm not. Jamie Hader didn't have a. Good, she had a good year, like the second half of the year. Uh, no. You see, here's the thing. You go the EST. I'm going, the man, Becky really? Lynch. She was injured for not that long. She was injured from SummerSlam till uh, War Games. Yeah. So yeah. That was about. That was only a couple months. It was okay. Yeah, she had a great year. She had a really good. Year. I almost went Liv Morgan. She, yeah. I almost went Liv Morgan because Liv had a good year too. Liv, yeah, Liv had a good year. I, would, I wouldn't say best year. I wouldn't say she had a good year. Yeah, no, no, she was. She is one of the. I say like top four, top four years, uh, for the women in, in WWE or AEW. Um, no, I went Becky. No, um, yeah. I think Becky Lynch had a, a, a ridiculous. Becky was a good solid year. shout. Yeah, it, it, Bianca was my like very close. Bianca's WrestleMania entrance too like Becky had great Wrestlemania stuff too though like Bianca's entrance with the band though and then also you can't can, Bianca makes all her stuff like handmade like a maniac yeah <laughs> yeah but no that's uh my number two was definitely Bianca uh, it was very close but Becky Becky and pulled I, it just a little bit more for me and I feel like she after the four after the four horsewomen like Bianca Rhea Rhea Ripley almost got number two. Uh, Rhea Ripley was like probably number three. AEW doesn't have a top woman for me. Bianca, Rhea, you could still say Alexa. Alexa's great. 
Alexa and Don't sound neither one of us said Ronda Rousey. It's because she's overrated. <laughs> and then I would say like Nikki Cross, like though no, Alexa Bliss Oscar. Those yeah. are like past like the the four horsewomen, those are like the next those are like the four after that of like Yeah. Really kind of like pushed the envelope and carried things on like forward. Like it was Oscar. Listen, you gotta have a good I think supporting it was Bliss. staff if you're gonna have a good main event, you know? And I think it's really gonna be Bel Air and Rhea that really kinda Oh, absolutely. And all four of them are going back through like character change now to like Dude, that that Alexa Bliss, uh, Sister Abigail. Oh yeah, what you in the flash on the screen right? You want to know what I also? Since it's a good thing that we're on the pod, so I can talk about it. I I think what I think they're doing now, especially now that Uncle Howdy has shown up, I think this is how they start to build the faction because now I I think think it's think it's them like taking people. So I think if anything, I think uh, L.A. Knight will wind up being like Mercy. I'd, I'd pop for that. I love LA Knight. He's so good. I think he would. I think they would, would turn him essentially into like Mercy the Buzzer. Uh, but do we get. Uh, that's a tough one, though, because do we still get LA Knight promos? I mean, we get LA Knight in, in the. In the. In kind of like the. Is he going to still be calling people incels? He's going to. No. What it really should be is people are just living puppets. So, like, they're just talking to Bray and, like, they're just perpetual, just, like, yes and hype men to, like, Bray. Just, like, oh, yeah, we should do this. And, like, they're talking about it. But, like. I don't think you do that with L.A. Knight. I think there's a lot of people you can do that with. L.A. Knight, I feel like, would kind of bum me out because he's, that dude's a world championship talent. I mean, he is. But it's also the thing of, like, once Bray gets this faction, it's not going to last for more than, like, four months, maybe. I think it'll last. I think they can pull it a year. Long-term story. If they do it like a long term story, then you're you're going they're it's they're gonna feud with a lot of stables then, which could be good. Like you could get a lot of legato. We're getting a lot of factions day. in WWE right now. But I feel we gotta finish these year end yeah, awards. Yeah, we yeah, we are we are at our last one. Who's your man of the year? Who's your top male wrestler this year? I have a good feeling. I knew it. I knew it. it's Sami Zayn. I get it. You know, it's he was on my list. You know, it's he is the one. Sammy wishes he could be the tribal chief. He goes to sleep at night. Sammy Zayn, I still time. maintain Sammy Zayn is going to be the one to unseat Roman Reigns. I, if the Rock, if the Rock cannot make it to Mania, I think Sammy unseats Roman. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm thinking it's Cody. It could be both. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's Cody, and it's Sammy Knight one for one title, uh, Roman or uh, Cody Knight two for the other. Yeah, if they can't, if if they can't get Rock. Then I can see that. Yeah, if they if that's if they can't get Rock. Yeah, but I if think they get Rock, it's 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 KO Sammy for thing. the tag titles. Throwing this out here, what if night one Cody wins the WWE Championship, night two Roman beats the Rock, maintains the Universal Championship. Oh, Summer Slam! No, fuck that. Give it another year. Give no, it another say, year. No, I say no. I say Sammy go Summer wins Slam. the Rumble. Uh, my <laughs> no, Roman's a very good shout. He's had a great no, year. I say if, 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 if you do that, if you give it another year until Sammy gets the title, then you finally give KO his comeuppance and let KO win at SummerSlam. Because if anybody, if there's anybody outside of Cody, Sammy, and Seth, it's Kevin Owens. No, outside of the top five people that should take that title off of Roman, in my opinion, like the top five people I'd be comfortable with. Yeah. In no particular order. Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre. I'm waiting. You better not disrespect a certain person. Certain person Roman hasn't beaten clean. Oh, it, it obviously Woods. If it was, if, if all no, he has beaten myself. Woods clean. No. Is it? It's Finn Balor. Oh. Balor, hey. Balor uh, has the ability to neutralize the bloodline. I mean, he does. He does have the judgment day now. Yeah, and let's be honest, Rhea Ripley, she can whoop some ass. That's. <laughs> I have a hope. No, but I think I think Sammy should. I think Sammy would be great. I had a fifth person though. I did have an honest fifth person. No, I think. Um... Yeah, because I said KO, Sammy, Cody, Seth. 
Drew. Yeah. That's Drew. Who. So here's the thing. Um, that's a great pick for your, your the top. It is really a good pick. Interesting that you picked Roman Reigns. Um, I mean, the guy started in the Shield. Oh, I know. You as did the man who carried AEW, John Moxley. Which let's be honest, that man has had a fucking crazy year. He has. He has put his vacation on hold far too much. Oh, which almost made my worst moment of the year. Oh, him not getting the him, vacation. Him winning that title for a third time. Yeah. To be fair, he it was a pretty good. Run. I profess. I profess deeply. It should have been Miro. I Miro I, or Danielson. If you're gonna take, if you're gonna put Danielson in the tournament, he should have won it. Oh, we don't even want to get started on why they went added in the finals, and now we finally after after William Regal leaves, then it's just like, oh yeah, we're gonna we might this might not be this might not be for us. But then they have They're also just, boys. Yeah, I mean, they just took like they did a pro, which furthers my thing again. What? That's so they whole. they did the uh, regal turn to write regal out. That's well, that's yeah, what I mean, ultimately comes down to. But I'm just saying them going at it in the in the finals of that tournament meant nothing. No, I I see. I disagree because it fits their characters. But the, I get what you're saying. Uh, but no, I go John Moxley as my my top guy, which is uh, a great show. John, every, John is a good second. Every aspect of his of this year for him has been has been phenomenal uh, he's even, shown that he can carry a franchise wwe fucking dropped the ball so badly with him in 2016 he held that title for what th- two months and then aj won it now don't get me wrong if you're gonna lose a, a title aj styles is the guy to lose it to but like come on yeah i i think and i think when it comes down to a lot of superstars it's and I think that's something that doesn't get talked about a lot. As we as we know, companies have their certain styles, and yeah. com- as we know, companies are known for certain things. Like we know, WWE is known for being more sports entertainment heavy. They yes. focus more on the moments. They focus more on kind of like they want the big atmosphere, the big feels. Yes. Whereas AEW like, is more the wrestling. AEW is more creatively driven. Like it's more kind of like wrestler driven. Yes. <laughs> It's built for people who brand themselves as hardcore fans. Like yeah. it's, it's more that New Japan's more subtle. They're they, they're more in ring. They're more formal. Like they're yeah. not as like boisterous. Like they they let really their in ring action speak for them. Mm-hmm. And like TNA is more kind of like that speakeasy fight club that you didn't know existed. <laughs> and like it's the it, underground. Yeah, it, it essentially and wrestlers certain wrestlers like fit that yeah. really well and others just don't and like a if place like john moxley didn't fit wwe i'm i'm, I'm saying that meant dean ambrose was like the most over wrestler in the world for like i mean he years. was but i mean as wrestlers grow and change like your philosophy this version like, of moxley would be interesting in wwe honestly i mean it would be like he'd be a he'd be a savage like he'd be a yeah, kind of like a wrecking machine. Uh, he can't bleed every man. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't know. <laughs> he fucking bled. Dude, Sami Zayn ripped his earring out in the. Uh, it was either that or not Sami. I said Sami Zayn. Sami Guevara. It was either Sami Guevara did that or because I didn't. I didn't see the part. Uh, or Tay Conti had blood around her mouth. I don't know if she bit the fucking earring out or what, but um, he bled a lot. Uh, Renee Young like described it as like he almost lost his fucking ear, because of how much it got like torn. Um, yeah, geez. And but, I'm like, come on, Sammy Guevara does not deserve you to bleed for him. I'm sorry, Sammy. <laughs> but you can see as people like move around, like yeah, they they shine brighter in other places because it's just yeah. like here, like your wrestling philosophy fits. Unless you're Cody Rhodes and you shine everywhere. I mean, that's, that's just people like him that can be chameleons that can just yeah. like go anywhere and they can just like, okay, I can, I can blend in here. I can, I can be yeah. like a Daniel Bryan. Like he can go anywhere and like, just feel like he can like blend in. He can just. Yeah. But that's cause I mean, that's Daniel Bryan. But AJ it's just Styles, like, AJ Styles is a perfect example of that. But like, like I feel like AEW, weirdly enough, AEW is a better place for a guy like Cesaro. Like it's a yeah. place where he can. ROH is going to be perfect. He, for he can, he can be free and he can. 
not saying that like he couldn't have he had he had gone as far in WWE as the product of WWE would let him go. Yeah. Like, could I see Cesaro as a WWE champion? I mean, potentially. I mean, I haven't seen anything that would outright tell me, like, nah, I don't think he's, like, worthy. I just think he... It's the stories that you would tell there. Like, can he... Can he hold to that? And not using just single Cesaro, because I love Cesaro. Oh, dude, his, uh... Back whenever he won the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal, easily could have seen him. Like, weirdly enough, I feel like a place like TNA is a perfect place for a guy like Leo Rush. I want Leo Rush to go he's to in TNA. New Japan. Yeah, he's in New Japan. He was just in, like, the Super Junior Tag League, and I think he's supposed to be going back to MLW uh, He's soon. in uh, Best of the no, uh, Battle of Los Angeles. Oh, he's in that too? Yeah, he's oh. in the Battle of Los Angeles, which is interesting. Uh, you know who I think should win that? I'm throwing who's all in the field though. Uh, let me pull it up while you talk about what you were about to say. Well, because I think like I mean, for as far as like the X division, like I feel like the X division, and then even Rich Swan was Impact Champion, and like that just shows you like you know like being like a size guy like doesn't really matter. And I feel like Leo Rush has like the charisma. Leo Rush has the charisma to come back to WWE and be like an IC champion, like a US champion. Oh, absolutely. Like, I really believe he could come back and hold a title in WWE, but I feel like a place like TNA, he could be a world champion. All right, so here is the um the the summary. Oh, they have Jordan <laughs> Yeah, so it's uh Bandito, Black Taurus, El Hijo de Vinco, Del Vikingo, Daniel Garcia, Titus Alexander, Michael Oku, Kanasuke, Takesha, Jordan Grace, Jonathan Gresham, Aramis, Shun Skywalker. Alex Shelley, Masha Slamovich, SB Kento, Leo Rush, Latico, Commander, and then I they haven't announced who this is. Single match to determine Mike's oh, oh yeah, speedball Mike Bailey's in there. So I don't know who is going to be wrestling in that TBA versus TBA, but that's gonna be great. That being said, whoever it is is going against Speedball Mike Speedball Mike yeah. Bailey and somebody. He might pull the win off. Daniel Garcia won last year. Um, so I'm going to throw this out there. We're at an hour, seven minutes of the pod. Yeah. I say we wrap it up for the day. Thank you guys for watching. As always, I hope you, uh, you let us know. Yeah. Leave us your year end in reviews in the, in the comments below. Yeah. Superstars of the year. Tell us how dumb year. we are. Any, yeah. Any honorable mentions that you had that we might've missed yeah. or any other, you know, categories that you might've thought of that would be <laughs> yeah. funny and or interesting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but thank you guys. And then prep for WrestleMania week. Yeah, WrestleMania week's uh, next week. So that's going to be good. And then uh, next, the next podcast will be the last one of the year. Yeah, uh, We then... have some good topics. I'll, I'll throw out the, what the topics are real quick. Uh, how to fix AEW's problem they got going mm -hmm. on right now. Uh, the most overrated wrestlers of all time. Then we're going to talk to Mandy Rose situation. Yeah. And that's then kicking off the new year, we'll get started with our universe draft. Yeah, that's going to be I just realized that is probably going to. Yeah, new New year, new universe. Yeah, it's actually, it's going to line up perfectly with the new year. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, see yeah. you guys. Catch you.